What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo. No Dino tonight, so a little two-man action. Ray, we got a good week five in the NFL season. How we doing, buddy? Doing good. Um, devastating loss for the Jets last week, <laughs> but they played their fucking ass off. I'm really curious to see if Zach can do it again. That's all we'll touch on the Jets for this episode. Let's get into some... Uh, Better I'm so back in on Zach. It's crazy. It is funny the 180 that Jets Twitter did uh, yeah. <laughs> after one game. I was trying to see like, oh, like maybe he's maybe the lights came on. Like it's just <laughs> so funny. People would have executed him a week before. And now like they're all they just want to suck him off. It's hysterical. I will say that um, last week maybe got a little overzealous on on some bets and props. But I will say it was the first Zach Wilson prop I've ever hit. Oh, I smashed it <laughs> over over half, over half a touchdown. Lock. Oh, I I couldn't even find a line on touchdowns. They wouldn't even offer it to me. I did uh, <laughs> over 170 something yards passing. Oh, lock that shit yeah. up. I and I he... also I also may have bought in a little too much. I don't. I'm making fun of Jets Twitter, but I picked them up in fantasy. I'm starting them this week, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Oh my god! Go back, baby. I was gonna All burn right. my Zach jersey like literally before Sunday. <laughs> Save it for a little bit. Love it. All right, let's uh, let's get to the first matchup. We got our second London matchup. The Jags are staying in London. Oh fuck, my bad. Uh, first, before we get to the games, we got to do the pros. We got to do the rookies. Um, I keep forgetting about these guys. I just want to get into the games, right? Yeah, Can no, you know what I mean. Um. Ray, let's talk about some rookies that had really good week fours. Who's the first one you got? Yeah, so I'm going to give some love to the uh, big uglies. I'm going with Joey Tip. Uh, about, about time they're starting him. I'm, if I'm a betting man, I don't think he leaves the field unless injury again. Uh, he's just been playing so well at right guard. I think he allowed maybe one pressure against a really good Chiefs front. That's about it. Uh, and I think just his impact in the running game, too. The way him him and AVT and even Rucker on that one play, getting out in space, his mobility, his ability to climb to the second level is really impressive. And even pass blocking, he's held his own so well for a rookie. Uh, for someone six six, a guard, an interior offensive lineman being that tall, drops his anchor really well. Zach had so much fucking time last week. So I do think this is the outfit the line pairing to make for the Jets, and he's – I mean, he was my—he's one of my guys coming into this draft. So I was really was. excited when we drafted him, and I think it's great that he's starting and he's probably not giving up that job for the time being. No, definitely not. I mean, I think the best ability he's got right now is keeping Dwayne Brown off the field. <laughs> um, so that's been really nice to see with uh, with Becton moving back to left tackle and AVT out of right tackle. Yeah, he's been great. Um, love me some Joe Tipman. Uh, first for me is a guy that you guys know I loved over summer and then obviously during during the draft. It's Anthony Richardson. Um, he was 11 for 25 last week, so the completion percentage is obviously going to be a topic of conversation. But he threw for 200 yards and he had two touchdowns. He also had 10 carries for 56 yards and a touchdown. He's just shown the ability to be really special and make throws that some very few players in the league can make. That throw he made down the field to the right side to Michael Pittman with Aaron Donald tackling him, and he launched it 50 yards downfield. I'm sorry. The only other player that can do that is Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. He didn't have his base under him either. He was like he, he was jumping. He was yeah. in the air, and he threw it 50 yards. It was, all, it was a hose, too. Yeah. Um, the Like I said, the completion percentage, it's it's got to come up, and I think it will 
He's only turned it over once in the, in the first three games. So as he continues to grow, as he continues to learn this offense, um, I think it's just going to get better. And I think sky's the limit for him. Shane Steichen deserves a fuck ton of credit. That guy is great with quarterbacks who maybe are a little bit questionable with their arms. Great game plans. He did it with Jalen Hurts. He's doing it with Anthony Richardson. Um, so big shout out to Shane Steichen. Definitely deserved that head coaching job. Honestly, shout out to Jonathan Gannon too, because a lot of people are shit talking him. Cardinals are fucking feisty. Um, good stuff for uh, the Eagles coordinators getting out and uh, doing good in their rookie season. Yeah, and just back to AR for a second too. I just think that even with his his arm is still developing. We all know that. We all know he's very limited. Uh, college experience. I just love how they're letting him use his legs to just get get like acclimated and get that offense moving. And then the uh, passing accuracy and just overall nuance of his passing game will come. So shout out to Steichen for doing that. I think that's really smart. I know it's probably a lot of pressure on him to not do it as much after that concussion in particular. But I think you got a horse in the stable, man. You just got to keep running them because that's what is the number one thing that will translate right away is his athleticism and just ability to make plays on the run. Right. All right. Who's the second guy you got on your board? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've mentioned him uh, within the first four weeks, but I'll do it again. Devin Witherspoon fucking balled out. And uh, I think mean, two sacks, pick six. What I really love is that they moved the slot for the first time. Six, mm-hmm. I think 60 plays in the slot. And I, I just love his ability to move there. I, I think – I don't know if I want to like pigeonhole him as a slot corner, but I think he just fits so well there. He just his aggressiveness, his tenacity. I love how they're sending him off the edge, blitzing wise too. I think it's just I feel like he's just a, a just a, he's a slot corner through and through. I think he has the stickiness to play it. I think I've said it time and time again. I think it's the toughest position to play in football. Got the mentality I, to play it. Yeah, he's got the mentality. He's got the ability. I I don't know why. I think that may be a long term home for him. Yeah, I mean, we loved him over summer. We loved his competitive nature. I mean, you saw it in a couple of plays. The way he comes downfield, he does not look like a cornerback at all. He's willing to tackle anybody, um, and obviously to get a, a pick six is is really nice. So good on, good on Witherspoon. They got a really nice duo with him and uh, Tariq Woolen. Uh, for me, it's Michael Wilson from Stanford, now on the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, last week against a really good San Fran D., he had seven targets, seven catches, had 76 yards, and caught two touchdowns. He's continued to up his targets every game, continued to up his snap share. He's firmly taken grasp of that number two role behind Hollywood Brown. And they really needed him to, because honestly, this wide receiver core is a bunch of fucking midgets. And he's the only guy who's over 5'8". Um, so he's a really, really good athlete. He's 6'2". He's got good size. He's got good speed. So the big thing with him was was injuries coming out. Um, so if he can continue to stay healthy, which obviously was an issue for him, um, I think he's going to have a great career, and he's been awesome for this Cardinals team. Shout out Josh Dobbs, too. Josh Dobbs has been balling. Josh Dobbs has been playing ass off. Uh, yeah, Michael Wilson really is has been impressive. But like you said, I think the best ability is availability. Guy's got to show he can do it over the course of the long haul. And maybe they got something because, you, like you said, they need some size and height in that receiver room for sure. For sure. All right. Now let's get to the game. Sorry, I got a little overzealous before, but we are back to the London game. We got the Jags going to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, The Bills are five and a half point favorite right now. Ray, talk to me about Buffalo, who got just an absolutely dominant win over this Miami team who everybody was dick riding. Yeah, I mean, this except me. 
who smashed the Bills last week. Shout out. Yeah, this offense is fucking rolling, dude. They, uh, since that Jets loss where they only put up 16, shout out Jets, they put up 38, <laughs> 37, 48, and back to back to back weeks. So this offense is on one. I think that this Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs connection is as good as it can get. And Gabe Davis has been making his his uh, presence felt too, which is something that they really wanted him to take that next step. I think he's showing it. Unfortunately, I do think they're at a little bit. They're a little hamstrung this week, Buffalo. Let's be real. Jacksonville was in England last week. I don't. I'm assuming they stayed there, right? There's they no stayed. way they came home. Uh, so I really do think that's worth at least three points. I think this line would probably be a lot bigger if that was not the case. If it was on, if they were actually home. But um, I think another big thing, Trey White, Achilles done for the year. I'm really curious to see how that how they their defense. I think Kyrie Elam's probably going to step up on the outside, if I had to guess. Uh, how they step up and how they handle Calvin Ridley, who after his week one, he's kind of slowed down a little bit. But that guy is a game a game breaker, game wrecker. So their cornerback room, they're going to have to help out. Hopefully their safeties come back healthy, and that'll help lessen the load a little bit. But no Trey White in the secondary. We saw it last year for a little bit. It's not the best. Is Vaughn is Vaughn playing this week? I don't know if they open up his tra- practice window. I feel like I heard it for a couple other guys on IR. I did not hear it for Vaughn, but mm. I'm not positive. Interesting. Um, honestly, I thought the Bills defensively, as good as they were on offense, I thought defensively they played unbelievable last week. They looked fast. They looked physical. Um, that's kind of how I thought the game would go. That's why I bet on them, but... Um, yeah, no Trey White, but I think that defense is is really starting to come together. Um, for Jacksonville, they're just in such a weird place right now. I mean, they got a nice win. It's nice to get an international win too because those games are always funky. Um, a twenty three to seven win over Atlanta last week, but I mean the t- the only touchdown they scored on offense was early, and it was a blown coverage play to Calvin Ridley, like. Calvin Ridley should have gotten held down with no catches last week. And he had one catch basically for, for 30 yards. That was blown coverage touchdown. The other one was an interception return. And then they're just settling for a lot of field goals. Um, I think they need to establish the run early on this Buffalo team. Cause if Buffalo is able to just pin their ears back, Greg Rousseau and that defensive line, even without Von Miller have been really good the past few weeks. Um, I think this is a really tough game for Jacksonville outside of the fact is that there have been in London for two weeks. Um, like you said, definitely worth three points. I think this, I think this spread would honestly be eight and a half. Yeah, I agree. Right. If it's in, even if it's in Jacksonville, um, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about Jacksonville. They did. A, they did a good job keeping Ritter down. Shocker. Not really hard to do there. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I think th- there's just something missing about this team right now. I feel like they were riding so high after last year, getting a really unbelievable come from behind playoff win. And I think everybody thought they were going to take that next step, and it just hasn't happened yet. Um, so maybe this is a get right game for them against a tough Buffalo team, but I don't know. I'm uh I think Buffalo kind of rolls. Yeah, I kind of agree. I think there I think it could be a lot of points in this game again. All right. Let's get to the second game. Got an AFC North matchup. I feel like we have these every single week right now. Um we got the Baltimore Ravens going to Pittsburgh. Baltimore is a four point favorite right now. 
Right. Talk to me about the Steelers team. No Kenny Pickett this week. It's going to be Mitch Trubisky back on their center again. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, last game, there's going to be a lot of points. This is going to be the exact opposite. This is going to be a classic AFC North fist fight. Uh, I think this offense. 38 right now. The overall. It's crazy. Uh, this offense may be better off with Mitch. Kenny Pickett was really not looking too good. He wasn't taking that two second year step. Uh, but this this offense, they need to get the running game going. They need to get going right now. Whether it's Najee Harris or Jalen Warren, I don't know. I don't particularly care. I think maybe you got to work both of them as a true like split carry uh, rotation because Jalen Warren, I think getting him the ball outside the outside the hashes maybe on some screens some swing passes in the passing game in particular because he is so much more explosive than Najee and then maybe when you get down to the red zone work Najee maybe play action to Pickens a little bit but this offense has been really really suspect throughout the first uh four weeks of the season especially last week I mean when you're getting held to six points by the Texans and that team something's going a little bit wrong so curious to see how they bounce back with Kenny with uh Mitch Trubisky under center yeah, this should be a really interesting game. For the Ravens, I mean, as much talk as there was about this Todd Munkin system coming in that they were going to throw a little bit more, obviously this wide receiver core has just been ravaged by injuries, which I think most people expected, honestly. Rashad Bateman can't stay healthy. Odell can't stay healthy ever. But um, even with just Zay Flowers and Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews had a really good game last week. They kind of got it rolling. I feel like Lamar's kind of just falling back into old Lamar during the regular season where he can run around, especially on the, in the red zone. I mean, those read option plays in the red zone for them are just so lethal. And I think early in the season, they were trying to get used to the system, throwing it a little bit more in the red zone. But when they're like second down on like the 15 yard line, those read option plays, those are money for Lamar Jackson to pull and run. He had, two rushing touchdowns last week. Um, so I think they can run on this, on the Steelers team. This defense did not look good last week. Um, and on defense, they've been great Baltimore. I mean, especially this linebacker duo of Roquan. I think a lot of people question paying him so much in the off season, but this guy's a fucking awesome football player. He just runs around the field and Patrick queen, who I think a lot of people were counting out, even if they they drafted Trenton Simpson in the third round, I feel like he was going to be the Patrick Queen replacement. Patrick Queen's been awesome this year too. So the two of them in the middle of the field, um, I think it's just going to be too much Lamar for uh, for the Steelers. But Mike Tomlin loves these loves these games. This is where he thrives. Yeah, this really is. Where, this is a Mike Tomlin game. I think that's actually that's all I should have said. This is a, if they're going to win, it's Mike Tomlin. Let's be real. It's actually absurd how bad their offense has been and how bad their like offense. Matt Canada is like arguably the worst offense coordinator I've ever seen. And they're still two and two and they're most likely going to finish around 500. Yeah. <laughs> he's been taking heat to the offensive coordinator. I saw on Twitter, like people are saying he has like burners and shit defending himself. Uh, <laughs> no yeah, yeah. I don't know. I saw that. I don't, I didn't look too much into it, but people are not happy with him at all. That's crazy. I love that. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to our third game. We got the Philadelphia Eagles going to SoFi Stadium with the L.A. Rams. Um, the Eagles are a four and a half point favorite right now. Ray, talk to me about this Rams team. I do know Cooper Cup's uh, practice window just opened up. Yeah, so I, I think Cup is probably going to be back this week. I'm very curious to see how him and Puka 
work together. I'm curious mm-hmm. to see what, what goes on with Puka Nakua's role. We all know what Cooper Cup is. He's an all-pro wide receiver, but he was Nakua was kind of taking those target shares. So it's going to be curious to see how they have multiple guys back who are going to acquire so much attention. Uh, I think they need to keep Stafford upright. I know that they've been relatively inconsistent with it. I think they allowed six sacks against the Bengals, but against San Fran, they only allowed one. But I feel like he's been getting pressured a lot and it's kind of uh, turning into some turnovers. He has five picks on the year. So I think he's got to keep the ball under control. Don't, don't, you can't give the Eagles too many uh, turnovers. Let's be real. This defensive front is, it's, they're going to be on him all day long. So he's got just, if you got to take a sack, take a sack, take a check downs if you need to. But then for the Rams on defense, I think they're, uh, Jalen Hurts and this offense is not going right just yet. They're not firing on all cylinders, so they yeah really sell out and stop the run and force Jalen Hurts to throw. I mean, double double AJ Brown in passing situations. Obviously, I think the last two weeks he's been getting targeted like a motherfucker. But outside of that, I don't know. Jalen Hurts just doesn't look entirely right. I feel like it's all deep shots and all running games. So if you can get them in in that middle area, I think that's where they they have their best chance to win. That being said, I don't really like this matchup. But that line sitting at four and a half is. Very, very uh, trappy. Yes, for sure. Um, I agree. I don't think Jalen's been as good as he was last year. I think last week was kind of a a step forward in the right direction. I feel like they were hitting on those big shots, um, which they needed, especially because the running game really wasn't getting going last week. Um, I mean, big, big down, uh, big stock down on, on Riverboat Ron not going for two at the end of the game. You knew you weren't going to win that game in overtime. You had to go make a play, go for two to to end that game. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with you. I thought I'm stunned that they didn't go for two. I was talking about it with uh, Casey and Kev. Yeah. Um, but for Philly on offense, I think their offensive line – it struggled a little bit last week. I think this is a more favorable matchup to to run the football against the Rams. Um, so I think DeAndre Swift could could be in for uh, a nice little day. And then on defense, I mean, they shut down every running back. And Kyron Williams has been really good this year. He's really set up the play action shots for Matt Stafford. So interesting to see how Sean McVay schemes up different ways to combat that. Um, especially with Cooper Cup back now. Um, I do think it's going to be a lot of intermediate shots, um, trying to just move the ball on first down with the pass. Um, but if Philly can can shut Cup down and shut Nakua down, um, I don't know if uh, if this offensive line has enough juice to uh, to hold down this defensive line all game. I mean, we said it every week right now. Jalen Carter is just one of a kind and that guy is fucking awesome. Yeah, that interior presence for Philly is crazy. I didn't really touch on the running game just cuz I think their path to victory is just going to be uh through the air. I, I think maybe Kyron Williams on some outside zone maybe, but that, I think the front of Philadelphia is just too powerful. Right. All right, let's get to the last game, best game of the week. Uh we got the Dallas Cowboys going to San Fran. Um San Fran is a four-point favorite right now. Ray, talk to me about the San Fran team. This is the best team in the league right now. Yeah, this team is firing on all fucking cylinders. They are so – I mean, Christian McCaffrey is a freak, dude. He's 
I think there are rare running backs, maybe a couple in the league who deserve to get paid, and he's clearly one of them. He's putting this team on his back. But then you got Brandon Ayuk and Debo as well. This is just a hard team. And not to mention with a, an A++ scheme and Kyle Shanahan as coach. It's just so hard to handle. And I think normally this this um, this Dallas defense is so fast and so dangerous, but I feel like a team like San Francisco is made, this offense is made to counteract this uh, Dallas defense. I think Brock Purdy is operating this so efficiently. It's just going to be, he knows where to go. Just don't think, put your back foot down and just let it rip. Uh, I, I do like this this San Francisco defense, this uh, San Francisco offense to be able to handle this Dallas defense. And on the other side of the ball, I think that their front is just so, so dominant too, where they're going to force Dak, they're going to get pressure on Zach and he's going to end up making mistakes. I think that's how this game is going to end. I think it's going to be um, probably a one possession game, if I had to guess, and then Dak's just going to fuck up and it's gonna, it may sp- uh, spiral out of control down the stretch. Yeah, Dallas really had a, a get-right game last week against New England. They just absolutely kicked the shit out of them after losing <laughs> to Arizona. Um, so it, it was good good for their defense especially to to have a get-right game like that because it's going to be in full force this week. You got to play great on every single down. Um, offensively for this team, um, obviously they scored 38 points last week, but it was kind of like in a weird way. They kind of just like, moved it easy uh, against New England. You can't really do that against San Fran. You're going to have to hit on some explosive plays. They got to get CD going a little bit more. I also think they need to throw to Tony Pollard more. I think they need to split him out a little bit more, get some mismatches. Obviously, Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw are two of the best coverage linebackers in the league, but I still think if you can get a speedy Tony Pollard out in space, because this run game for him really hasn't gotten going yet. And I think you need to manufacture touches for him. I mean, he's had three catches in every game, um, but they're not high volume targets, except against the Jets. He had seven catches. Um, But I think some more screens and splitting him out will help this offense get moving a little bit. Um, And then defensively, they're going to have to get after Brock Purdy. He gets the ball out extremely fast in this system. Um, So, you're going to have to be looking for play action and then play action screens to Christian McCaffrey. Cause if you're bringing the house, those screens, those turn into 60, 70 yard touchdowns for Christian McCaffrey week over week. Um, so on the back end, you got to be really sure tackling McCaffrey, Kittle, Debo, Ayuk can all break tackles. They're all big game breakers. So you got to be sure handed making tackles. Um, and I think Micah needs to have a an absolutely game-wrecking game. I think for him, lining up over the center more this this week than he has in, in the past few weeks, he's been really good from that spot. And I think if you can get interior pressure with him, it'll kind of fuck up their offensive scheme a little bit. Um, but I love this matchup. This is two heavyweights. Yeah, I mean, I just want to touch on the Pollard thing. I feel like they're really um, – it's really showing that Pollard – in his role last year was much more efficient and just much more natural than it is this year. I think they really are missing out on Zeke, despite what people say about him losing I mean, a step. They didn't like it. I completely agree. And it, I don't even know if like they needed to bring Zeke back, but like they needed to bring a bigger back in the, all these backs that they have are fucking tiny. Yeah. Like, I think, some, I mean, I think they need Dowdle, to get someone some size to just, uh, just 
play play with them or play, you know, I mean, play off each other. And I think it would really help this offense and just just the um like just like the difference, uh, the different looks. I think which would help open up some things. Agreed. I thought this would have been a really good spot for Kareem Hunt to to fall, or yeah. even for, Fournette is still sitting out there. I think that's not a, Ooh, a bad, that's a good, a, that's, a bad oh, option, for dude. Him. That's actually I'd put money on that right now. That happens. It's yeah. actually a good call. I forgot about uh, playoff Lenny. Yeah, this uh, this is two of the bet. Before we get to the bets, I just kind of want to talk about the the status of the NFL right now. As I was going through the league, there are not that many good teams this year. The lower portion of the league has been brought up. There are a lot of mediocre teams who are playing up. And I'm, I was going through the, like the AFC, who was supposed to be all juggernauts this year. It was going to be an absolute war race um, to see who makes the playoffs. And I was going through it. There aren't even seven teams in the AFC that I like. Um, so I found that really interesting. And I really do think that Sam Fran, the way they're playing right now, are just at an elite level above everybody. Yeah, I think Philly too. But yes, I agree. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. The bottom portion of this league is really playing up, and the top, some of these top teams are just are not that good. And it, I feel like in a betting it's early. sense, I know, but in a betting sense too, I feel like these lines have gotten much smaller. I feel like dogs are covering and winning outright more. I think road dogs right now, just like outright against the spread, are hitting at above fifty percent clip, which is crazy. We need our gambling guy back next week, Dean. We'll have, we'll actually, we'll give them a, we'll give this to him as a project. Look at somehow the dogs are doing this year compared to previous. Right. All right, my friend. Let's get to the bets. Let's talk some units. How did we do last week? So I was down one point three three. I went uh, one and two of my bets. So the one I hit, I hit uh, my teaser Seahawks plus seven. Philly minus two by the skin of my teeth. That was the only reason why I was pumped that Washington didn't go for two. I thought for sure they were going to was that I kept my bet alive and I ended up winning. Uh, and then I lost since he minus two and a half since he just doesn't look good right now. Like you said, and I also lost my Atlanta giving up a sack on the first drive. <laughs> I think it was a three and out. They were kind of backed up towards their own end zone. It just wasn't good. It wasn't a good way to start my Sunday morning hungover. No, I like but, that bet. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I got the, the, the boys are up, you know, we we're all watching, but it's just very anticlimactic. Right. Um, for Dino, he just had all five units on Seattle money line. Um, he said it was ridiculous that the line was what it was, and it was. Um, my God, does that team stink? Uh pretty, pretty brutal showing on on Monday night. Um, so Dino won four point seven two units. So if you backed up Dean with the five unit bet. Good on you. For me, uh, a perfect week for me. Really needed it, too. Um, I also had the same exact teaser as you did. Seattle plus seven, and then Philly minus two for two units. Um, I had the Jags minus two and a half in London for one and a half units. Um, and then I had the Bills minus two and a half against the Dolphins. Kick the shit out of them. I really wasn't sweating out any of these bets except the teaser, like you said. That teaser was fucking close. Yeah. All right. What do we got for week five? So I'm going back to my old degenerate habit, uh, Jets money line plus one ten. <laughs> I got two units on that to win two point two. I mean, the, the they went from favorited to underdog so fast, where like this is a stupid bet. But I'm just gonna hope that Zach does what he does again. And if he does, there's no way we're gonna lose this game. I do think that our I think 
hopefully training wheels off Brees Hall too should help. Then I got two units on a six t- point teaser. I got Miami minus five at home versus the Giants. I think they're gonna fucking dog walk them. And then I got Pittsburgh plus ten home versus Baltimore. I mentioned it earlier. I think this is just gonna be a slugfest, typical AFC North uh, matchup. So I think they cover the ten at home. So I was two to win one point six seven. And then my last one get a little funky again. Chase Young over point two five sacks Whoa. versus the Bears. Uh, I wanted to get a team over sacks in this one, but I couldn't find it on my site. So had to settle with this. I love me with some Chase Young. I think he sacks his former teammate. Uh, that's one unit to win 1.1. 1. 1. So it was plus 110, which I like. Love it. Loving over uh, a quarter sack. Yeah, I'm all for one on that this year, but do for a win. <laughs> all right, for me, um, I started out with a money line parlay. Honestly, I don't know if this – I don't see a way that this loses if the Bills take care of business in London. I have the Bills money line in London. I just think they're too talented, and this Jags team has just not looked right at all in the beginning of the season. I have the Lions going up against Carolina. I think they're going to get dog-walked. Um, and then I have the Dolphins uh, against the Giants, like you said, another absolute ass-kicking uh, for a team that is coming off a loss. That's plus 110. Um, so I have two units on that to win 2.2. I also have the Texans money line at plus 110. Absolutely love this game. Um, they're on the road, but CJ Stroud has been absolutely balling, and that defense is starting to get going a little bit. That defensive line, especially with Will Anderson, has looked really good. Um, and this Atlanta team the past couple weeks have just not looked good. Um, if they're able to shut down Bijan, I don't see a way that Ritter can go throw to throw with CJ Stroud. So um, I'm taking the Texans as dogs uh, money line. It's plus 110. I got one unit to win 1.1. And then I got a big time 10 point uh, tease. It's all unders. Um, I got under 50 in New Orleans versus New England. Just two miserable offenses right now. Um, 50 is just way too much for them. Um, another game that I'm really interested to see unless Indy gets going. I have Tennessee and Indy under 52 and a half Tennessee slowest paced team in the league. So if they get up early, I really love this bet. And then I have uh, the jets and Denver under 53 and a half. Again, I don't know if Denver is going to be able to score on our defense. We're just way too good. And Zach, while he looked really good last week, we still only scored 20 points. Um, so I think that's kind of going to be the uh, the game plan going in. Um, so a little 10-point under tease for me nice. for two units. Ready to crush my hopes, too. I like it. <laughs> All right, my friend, that's going to wrap it up for us here. I'm between two tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed our week five NFL preview. Stay with us. We got – previews of all the college games all the nfl games coming up we got draft stuff coming up in just a couple weeks so stay tuned for that as always please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our twitter at two tackles with the number two you can also find us on underdogpodcast.com and stick with us we continue this 2023 2024 season ray appreciate you